This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kine. Hi, I'm Sophie Frymouth. I'm the director of Baguette UX. It's a small consultancy based in Europe, and I help clients and teams figure out how to do products and how to work together in order to satisfy the business and the end user and the customer. This series started in episode 101. Go to the show archive to listen to that one as well. A traditional organization, the designers are operating in one way, and then in the agile world, the, what I'm hearing is a lot of collaboration, collaboration, collaboration. Yeah, I'm still seeing a lot of waterfall in design, and sometimes it's waterfall hidden in agile. Um, and it's not always easy, depending where the design sits in the organization, and depending how clued in the organization is in regards to strategy. Um, the designer may be forced. Uh, way ahead of development um, because somebody somewhere needs to see all the designs. Somebody somewhere mm. needs to see everything as a prototype. Um, oh. And then you're cut off from dev. Or sometimes, actually, and, and I've had to do this once, what we were trying to do was starting from such a blank page and we had so much ground to cover to figure out what the product needed to be that I ended up designing a very sophisticated and complex prototype um, that I could test extensively with users because our margin for rectifying anything was so tiny and hmm. go live that we had to hit it right. Whereas I normally say, don't waste time making uh, fancy prototypes because that's not your end product. Like you've got a great prototype, you still don't have a product. Right. So go and build a product as quickly as, this can, as you can. In this case, knowing that I had literally no runway way left to retake off should anything go wrong at launch mm-hmm. i was like okay i'm gonna do that that fancy prototype because i need to know if um those labels work i need to know if this information architecture works i need to know if this um, visual language works i need to know if laying out this information this completely new manner works because i cannot course correct anything after mm-hmm. go live we will not have time or capacity oh, okay So there's a situation that I think a lot of designers new to Agile are going to feel what you just talked about. It may not be, the stakes may not be quite as high as what you described, but I think there's the habits of upfront design that's going to still be strong in in the design realm. Do you have any tips for a designer to help wean away from that? My best tip to help designers wean away from the habit of doing extensive work before sharing it and before build is to share as early as possible with the developers what you have in mind. And I am known to rock up to my devs with a scribble in the back of a napkin or even less. And I drag the dev over and I say, okay, look, can we whiteboard this? Because I need to make sure that what I have in mind is going somewhere that we can do. And we're back to this feasibility. As a designer, I can choose the levels of complexity of the interaction. But there's a development cost to that. I can choose, let's say, for example, a very simple drop-down 
Hmm. Um, or I can choose a, um, a, you know, a slightly more complex animation where it's a bit of drag and drop, or I can use something completely crazy because, you know, I don't, I, I want to have this really cool gamified interaction pattern. Okay. Yes. As a designer, I can do all these things. Big caveat, how much mud am I throwing under the wheels of the dev team by increasing the complexity of the front-end interaction. So, and, and sometimes it's even not that. It's about understanding where content comes from. So if you're dealing with existing content, you're, for example, you're uh, redoing a website or you're redoing an app and it's pulling content from lots of places, always check with your devs how complex it is to pull this content because you would not believe the conversations I've had where they're like, uh, oh, no, no, you can't reorder things. Uh, we can't reorder things in the back end. We don't have a black box to do this kind of stuff. So, you know, don't ask for order um functionalities <clears throat> okay good thing you told me because now i'm going to have to organize the information differently to make sure that we hit right the first time so tips for the designers lowest don't design anything before having conversations with your devs um, about the how and the technicality of it and then really design very little and try to show it to your users as early as possible I am the horrible kind of UX designer. I am not a visual designer, okay? Um, I'm very honest on this. I don't have that magic eye. I don't see gradients of gray. Um, I can't get my spacing right. I keep my typography really simple because I know I, my volumes are slightly off. My colors don't go together. I use pre-made wheels. Like, I am not a visual designer. Um, but people who are and who are so proud of their craft and who feel the design so intensely because they have this extraordinary acuity, I may get dragged down to pixel perfection before sharing it. And that's the way to hell. You know, the way to hell is paved with good intentions. Going pixel perfect before checking how valid a, a design is technically is going to take so much time from you. And it's going to put you in a really prickly situation with the team because they will feel biased unconsciously to try and work with your design, the more sophisticated it is. And that bias is very simple. If something looks like it has taken a lot of time and effort, I am less likely to drive it down to something that makes my life easier because I respect other people's time and effort. So be very careful and, and show very early simple sketches on pen and paper, rough outlines, share it with the team, check what goes on, and very slowly add more details. And then I'm French and I'm a big believer in good fashion. And good fashion sense um, goes like this. And Coco Chanel said it first, when you get dressed, put everything on, then remove one piece remove uh, a necklace, remove a handkerchief, re remove one thing. Design in the digital age is the same thing. Think of everything you want to put in there and then remove one and you will be gorgeous.
Are you new to Agile or Scrum? Looking for a fun way to pick up the knowledge to become an Agile team? Go get the novel Agile Noir. It's a dramatic novel about a project manager who needs to transform his teams to become Agile because his life depends on it. This book is available in the U.S. on Amazon, in India on Pothy.com, in China, it's available on my WeChat store. Links are in the show notes. The Sophie Fermuth series started in episode 101. Go ahead and open up your search engine and type in Lancer Agile Thoughts Archive to find the show archive. Next episode, we talk more about designing. But there is a design common sense, which is making sure that you are not getting in your own way. And to anyone embracing new ways of work or starting with new teams, you may get into your own way by having an agenda that is contradictory to everyone else's 